that's me not <laughs> Good intro. Oops. <laughs> hey, I'm Erin. And I'm Carrie. And, and this is Keeping Busy. busy. <laughs> keeping Busy, which is which is different from what I said. Yeah. So face similar. <laughs> so on this our holiday edition of or Christmas? Can we say that? Is that allowed? This is our Christmas edition. What did we make? <laughs> we made toffee. Hooray for toffee. Hooray for toffee. How did your toffee come out? Yeah, we're going straight for the jugular, huh? <laughs> <laughs> is that more small talk you would like? <laughs> oh, I don't know how my recipe. I think I overcooked it. Really? Maybe. I undercooked mine. How do you know? Because it's like super soft and it's still gooey. It's not super soft. It's light in color. Yeah. And just, I mean, it has, there's definitely like a snap and a crunch to it, but it's not Brittly. all the way there. It's not like yeah. brittle. Right. Okay. So I'm going to take a bite of mine right now and it's going to be loud over the microphone. So you're just going to have excited. to edit it out. <laughs> oh dang you know what i haven't tried it since i actually made it yeah i think i actually might have cooked it to the right point <laughs> oh good job <laughs> wow i made toffee <laughs> <laughs> surprise i guess it wasn't all the way cooled because what happened before oh, was it had That's a it. really really hard crack to it you mm-hmm. know it like shattered in my mouth and then immediately kind of gooed into my teeth so i think i think maybe it wasn't all the way cooled on the inside oh. it was still kind of like liquid sugary <laughs> so i thought i had done something wrong but i think maybe it's okay it sounds like yours is pretty okay too yeah mine's okay uh, i actually made two batches so the first one let's see i cooked it to 300 degrees which is right at the beginning the start of the hard crack zone which is where you want to be to make toffee. And I knew that it was light in color, but I just went with it anyway because it was 300. Mm-hmm. And that was definitely, definitely undercooked for realsies. It did, it still snapped, but it just was, I don't know how to describe it. It just wasn't right. So I made a second batch. This one, I waited until it was darker in color. Uh, I actually got it up to 330 degrees. Wow. Yeah, I think that I shouldn't have used my uh, laser thermometer. Yes. I was going to ask you what kind of thermometer you used. I think that was lying to me. Because even the second batch, especially once it cooled, it seemed like it, it the color almost faded a little bit. Yeah. Either that or I misremember how dark it was. And it was closer, but it still wasn't there. I find that with the uh, laser thermometers... Especially with bubbling liquids, it's Mm -hmm. really difficult to get an accurate read. You either end up bouncing off the liquid and reading the side of the pan, or you go straight through the liquid and end up getting the bottom of the pan. But to actually get a good read on the liquid itself, it seems really hard. I think Mm -hmm. they're really made more for solids or semi-solids. I actually used a candy thermometer and mine uh, got to just 300 but I, re- I 
realized that as I was nearing 300, I had to stir faster and faster and faster because I noticed around the edges, a little bit of my toffee had started to burn. So I was Mm -hmm. trying to make sure that I got the edges. I also didn't have, I had to make a lesser of two evils decision where I have two (laughs) decent heavy bottom saucepans, but they just aren't big enough for candy making. And that was the problem I had with our, what was it, that thing that, fudge. Oh, the fudge. Fudge. It kept boiling up and boiling up, and I didn't have enough room Mm -hmm. in the pan. So this time I used my larger pan, so I had enough room for it to boil sufficiently to drive off the water and get to the hard crack stage. But I also had a thinner metal on the bottom, so I was almost whisking it (laughs) at the end to keep the edges from the hot spots of from burning. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, with my candy thermometer doing that, I got it just probably to 300 or maybe 302. So I think 330, it was probably lying to you. Yeah, I think so. Because I'm pretty sure at 330, it would have been solid. Like, <laughs> you wouldn't, you might not have gotten it out of the pan. All right. Yeah, I also, I think I did a, a poor pan choice. So I used my biggest um, pot. Uh, well, not not my biggest, but like my widest. Yeah. Because I was expecting this to boil up like, like the fudge did or when you make caramel like that does. Right. Where it really like doubles or triples in size. Uh, and this didn't do that. No, it got, so, it got big and bubbly, but you're right. It didn't just climb up the pan. Right. Yeah. There, you, I wasn't in danger at any point in time, which I was expecting to be, especially with, what was it? Uh, the recipe I used was one and a quarter cup sugar, one and a quarter cup butter. Anyway, because I used my big pot, the thickness of the liquid, I tried using my candy thermometer, but there just wasn't enough Ah, you just couldn't submerge height. it enough yeah. to get a good read? Right. And the second round, I should have used a different pot, but since I hadn't yet washed the butter out of that pot i thought <laughs> yeah might as well just use it again right so oh well it's still tasty yeah i mean i like it's just not right i like mine to have a little more crumble to it this is very mm-hmm. you know break apart in your mouth candy kind of texture but i actually like it when it's a little bit i don't know if there's more butter in some recipes but I've definitely had English toffee that's harder or softer. Like, you know, a score bar is pretty hard toffee. Mm-hmm. And then you, some other toffees that you get, like, for instance, Swiss Colony, is much butterier, I think. And I don't know if they use a different ratio, not one-to-one. I noticed most of the toffee recipes are, you know, the same amount of butter and the same amount of sugar. Right. So I'm not sure if there is a difference in cooking method or temperature or if there is a different ratio used to get that kind of texture but that is what I would prefer mine's a little I guess harder and snappier than I want it to be but it is good I definitely like the texture of mine because it wasn't super hard but you still got a crunch but the issue was especially in the first batch I didn't get enough of that caramelly flavor yeah the caramelly like toasted buttery flavor It was more straight up sugar. The second batch was better, but I still would like a little bit more. Hmm. So I think maybe if you bring it 
a little bit lower than 300 maybe that would give you a slightly softer texture but still the good flavor yeah. i wish i knew what temperature it really was i know mine. right i never feel like i trust my thermometers when i'm candy making i don't care what i use no it's like what well, in the <laughs> recipe it says to bring it up to some you know some temperature and then you want to to yourself is that the temperature you want it to be at the end? Because I know once I pull it off the stove, right. it's still going to go up a few degrees. Or is that the temperature you want it via some specific measuring technique? And yeah. I always find myself questioning that. Hmm, who ne- ever really knows what temperature your sugar is? <laughs> I especially have that problem in caramels or fudges or whatever. Any recipe where it says that uh, you're not supposed to mix it. Yeah. Did yours say not to mix it this time? Oh, no, mine said mix okay. it. And I, I really had to, I was also whisking it pretty well um, because the, the butter and sugar wants to separate. Yeah. And it's really weird. Yeah, it was kind of the butter was almost pooling on top between the bubbles. Yeah, so you have to keep keep mixing it to keep them together. And again, all my experience with cooking sugar has all been caramels, which is don't touch it yeah. until the end. So this was all very odd. I like the stirring, though. I hate just sitting there and watching it. Yeah. I can't keep still. <laughs> I can't keep my hands out of it. Yeah, and I feel so helpless Yeah, just watching it cook. Right. And I know that there's going to be hot spots and cool spots. And exactly. You can do. Exactly. <laughs> so um, how did you, did your, um, did you put chocolate or nuts on yours? I did. So I got my recipe from delish.com. It's called chocolate toffee. And uh, I uh, lightly toasted some almonds, and I put that down on my baking sheet first. Then I poured the uh, sugar and butter mixture, um, and then I sprinkled chocolate on top and just let it sit for like two minutes. The chocolate will melt a little bit, and then you use your spatula to spread it out. Um, now, this recipe I chose because it, it says to add... A pinch of salt and a half teaspoon of vanilla, which I thought was interesting. Some of the other recipes were just straight butter and sugar. Yeah. But I wanted to try that. I don't know why. So I have a question for you. Okay. I have actually made toffee before. I love the idea that you put the nuts down on the bottom before you poured the sugar on. But didn't that make all of the nuts float out to the sides when you poured the sugar Um, in? No, I think it was. I guess I didn't flip it over to look. (laughs) <laughs> but um they seemed pretty happy there I, th- I think they're evenly distributed now i don't know it was the the sugar mixture was so thick when i poured it mm-hmm. i can't imagine it not just pushing the nuts aside until they were just around the edges hmm. but i do like that idea i would be really interested to see how the bottom of your toffee looks because i've had trouble making toffee before where either the chocolate separates from the top or yeah. the nuts separate from the chocolate, or the nuts separate from the toffee, and I can't get them <laughs> all to stick together, especially when you try to break it up into pieces. Yeah. So it was interesting to see how you, I was interested to see how you dealt with that. I could go take a peek. Do it. I want to okay. know. Inquiring Be right back. Here I go. Okay. Um, I took a picture. I'm going to send it to you. There's a, there is a small bald spot. Right in the middle. Yeah, but for the most part, it's okay. So you didn't? Did you end up breaking up your pieces? The first batch I did. The second, I didn't get around to it yet. But I plan on. Oh yeah, that doesn't look bad. It's pretty evenly distributed. I grabbed a piece while I was out there, so you can hear my crunch. Ready, set. 
Ooh. That's satisfying. Oh, I made a mess. Mm-hmm. It's a good soft crunch. I got my recipe from Genius Kitchen. And it's very similar, except that it does not have vanilla. It does have a little bit of salt. Um, and it has the same ratio of one to one, but mine just did one cup of butter and one cup of sugar. It also has a little water, which I imagine is just to make sure that you get the sugar dissolved before you start burning stuff, <laughs> which is helpful for me thing. because I tend to do that anyways. So you put the chocolate on by spreading it out when it was just a little melty. And when you broke it up, did the chocolate break up with the toffee or did it kind of fall apart? It was a, a little bit of both. Okay. I really think it depends on the pooling of the butter as it separates. Yeah. Because I also had, you know, I used chocolate chips that were at, at room temperature were solid. But then, you know, the second that the pieces of the toffee touched my fingers, they instantly, the chocolate starts to melt. Right. Which the chocolate chips didn't. And I think that's the added oil from the butter pooling. I did see one recipe where uh, I think one of the reviews, a person said to wipe the butter pools with a with like a paper towel before so you So kind of your... wait till the toffee sets more and then kind of clean it off. <laughs> yeah, like, like dab it like a pepperoni pizza. Yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> I didn't try that, but I, I can see where maybe that would help a little bit, help the, the chocolate adhere and keep its firmer yeah. room temperature texture. Hmm. Interesting. I haven't broken mine apart yet, but what I ended up doing, which isn't really in the recipe, I poured the toffee out into my pan, which I'm not going to lie, I put a nonstick mat on the bottom of my pan because I'm freaked out about pouring super hard candy into a pan without any kind of <laughs> safety net. <laughs> right. I'm like, oh my gosh, if I have to chisel this out of a glass pan, I'm going to be really upset. So I did put down, I have these black silicone sheets that you can just cut to size. And I had one of those down, poured it in. Then I put some, I used pistachios. I put some chopped up pistachios on the top right into the toffee. And I mashed them down into the toffee because I thought if the chocolate can't stick to the toffee, maybe the chocolate can stick to the pistachios that are stuck in the toffee. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> then I actually melted my chocolate separately and poured it over the top and spread it out with an offset spatula and then put basically super finely ground pistachios on top so it was almost a powder and then patted that into the chocolate. Now, I did miss explaining one step that I did, which is when the toffee... <laughs> it's a lot of suspense. Yes, <laughs> When the toffee is starting to cool, but isn't all the way solid, I took a buttered, like, bench scraper, or a pastry scraper, whatever you would call it. I buttered it, and I kind of chopped it down into the toffee so that it made scores in it. Oh. So I haven't broken it apart yet, but I'm hoping (laughs) the idea is that I'll be able to break it into kind of uniform squares. That's a neat idea. I'm very interested to see if that works. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) I will update you next time after all my toffee is gone. You know what I would also like to do? I feel like we should share a small, I mean, save a small portion of our toffee to share with each other the next time we get together. Because I'm interested to see the 
three different levels of crunch. <laughs> you know, I'm saying that I think mine was cooked correctly and you might bite into mine and say, what? That's exactly how mine is. It's awful <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> you know. But did you get the, the dark amber color? that toffee is supposed to have i mean there's definitely some caramel type browning but i don't know if i would call it a dark amber Mm -hmm. well you can see the the picture that i sent you yeah it's kind of the same color as the skin of an Mm -hmm. almond yes yeah but if you look at genius kitchen which is the one i used i'll send it to you thank you it seems a little lighter and maybe more the color that you have Hmm. you'll have to tell me yeah this does look a little lighter so yeah, this one, the one I did, you can see from the picture that it's definitely not as dark as, say, the outside of the pecans that are used on top. Yeah, that's true. So maybe mine aren't so bad. They're just much lighter than the ones in the delish.com yeah. pictures. Could be lighting too. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. As long as you enjoy them, I think that's the important part. I might throw out the first batch. I'll save you a piece. Okay. But it, I just have like so much... And the second batch is tastier. Yeah. That like I don't want to eat all that sugar just to get rid I of it. To... <laughs> yeah. I might try one more batch. Really? I mean, it was so quick to yeah, make. Yeah. I mean, it really is low investment. You take some butter, you take some sugar, and then you cook it, and you're done. <laughs> right. Um, I might try a different pot that I can use my candy thermometer and um, try it one more time to see if I can get it up to 300. See if it looks any different. Yeah interesting what are you reading something no i'm just imagining the possibilities oh the the scientific method of it all yes it's a science experiment Ooh, 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 interesting Mm -hmm. this delish site also has a link to chocolate covered coffee toffee which looks pretty incredible it has instant coffee powder uh granulated sugar and brown sugar and molasses. Mm, I love brittles. I love uh, peppermint brittles and peanut brittles and toffee brittles. And just you know what brittle I love brittles. is I love that sponge candy. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Sometimes it's called sponge candy. Sometimes it's called honeycomb. I'm going to Google this. It's like the sugary deliciousness that you get in peanut brittle, but they added baking soda or something to it so that it foams up and then it hardens like that all foamy so when you bite into it it's sugary but crispy and falls apart these pictures are very interesting i don't know if i've ever had this which what are you looking Mm. it up under i just googled sponge candy just looking at the pictures and it's best when it's covered in chocolate not because i'm obsessed with chocolate Uh even though i am um (laughs) I would actually like this if it wasn't covered in chocolate too, except that it's really easy for it to get mushy and gooey. And the chocolate Hmm. kind of protects it from humidity. Okay. So is it a hard candy? Yeah. Or is it a squish candy? It is hard. I know it's called sponge, so it sounds as squishy, but it's just because it's filled with little air pockets. It's like a toffee, except it's filled with little air pockets. That is interesting. I'm going to have to keep an eye out. See if if I see this around, I'll have to buy one. It is awesome. I love it. I wish I could make it, but it looks really hard. Vinegar and baking soda. Give this candy. What? Yeah, but all the flavor of that cooks out, and it just ends up being sweet and magical. Okay. I believe you. So, Toffee, what's your vote? Would you make it again? Heck yeah, it's Toffee. (laughs) 
<laughs> Heck yeah. Who's gonna Who's gonna not have toffee? <laughs> I'm already talking about making it again. Yeah, especially around <laughs> Christmas. It's actually funny. I was making it, and uh, my kids said to my husband, "What is that magical smell? It smells like buttered <laughs> toast, but it smells so much better." And he told them that I was making toffee, and aghast, they were like, oh, "Really? Why?" And he's like, "Um." Because it's Christmas and sometimes we have treats. They were really <laughs> on board with that idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. They were very excited. Well, uh, I definitely have too many sweets. My mother stopped by and dropped off my share of her Christmas cookies. Yay! It's just Hooray for mom. So, so much sugar <laughs> I ate today. That's <sighs> oh, okay. What kind of cookies did she make? Uh, she made, let's see. She made uh, anisette cookies, oh, these Italian cookies. Yes. Um, she made peanut butter balls, you know, chocolate-covered peanut butter balls. Like Buckeyes? Some people call them Buckeyes. Yeah, yeah Buckeyes. Um, uh, some sugar cookies. She made meringue cookies of some kind, and I think there was one I'm forgetting. She also made Rice Krispie treats. Wow. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I'm definitely going to have diabetes after this. <laughs> But that's what the holidays are Yay, about. Yay, holidays and okay. diabetes. Temporary diabetes. Sounds good. So what else have you been working on? Oh, no, that question, nothing. <laughs> that's okay. I found it's a, busy a time new here. fun manga that I'm reading that I like so far. Oh, yeah? What that's is not it? really, I mean, it's keeping me busy, but not by creating anything. It's uh, called Fairy Tale. <gasps> I know that one. Yeah. Oh, you do? Yeah. I like it. It's a cute one. It is cute. I like Happy, the cat. Yeah. You can also be a bird. <laughs> That's fun. My only issue with that one is an issue that I have with a lot of manga. is a little bit too much uh, butts and cleavage. Top heavy stuff. Yeah. There's there's a lot of... Ladies of that could use yeah. another jacket, maybe. Yeah, just, you know, throw on a... What are those things called? <laughs> a modesty <laughs> panel. <laughs> But that, that being said, they do have strong female characters. So. Yes. Yeah. I like Give it. Give and take on that. It's pretty It's pretty good so far. I'm only halfway through the first one, but I like it. Wonderful. How are your slippers? Nothing has happened with them. <laughs> because actually my mother-in-law uh, was up for the last week. Um, so I couldn't work on them because uh, she was here and they're for her. So that would be weird. <laughs> well, it's her fault. Yes. I'm sorry I didn't finish your Christmas gift, but it's your fault, so so really, there. You should apologize to yourself. Right, exactly. How about you? I have done nothing in the last two weeks except, let's see, I finished painting the nursery while my husband was out of town. That took nice. four freaking ever. Freaking ever. Cause, so I had to do a second coat on the walls had to do two coats on the closet which is a different color and then I had to paint all the trim so we had to paint the windows had to paint the baseboards in the closet yeah. in the main room and it just took forever and then the touch-ups afterwards and then ugh. taping off woodwork is the worst it's horrible and even taping when you do off that, the trim is just so much pain even when you do it, there's always a few spots that are like get overflow soaking under the paint. Yeah. Under the tape. So I went back with a tiny brush and I just kind of touched it up. And that took way longer than I thought it would. 
You're good. Oy. My husband will do that. He does that sometimes. <laughs> you can tell when we haven't done it. We redid the basement last year or the year before, and he did all the touch-ups around the edge like that. And I was astonished. I said to him at the time, why would you do that? But it looks so much better. It does. Like it looks and like a used... professional. He took his little tiny, like, four-hair actual paintbrush <laughs> and ran around. Right. Artisting the walls. <laughs> I had a, a very um, a flat, straight little paintbrush. Yeah. That I went around with. But the thing is... Um, we chose a bold color on the walls. Yeah. Uh, and that against the stark white of the the trim, it's just so obvious if there's wobbles in your line. Yeah. So it was it was driving me crazy. Maybe I'm just OCD, but I had to go back. <sighs> will you be sending me a picture? I will. Sure, I'll send a picture. Excellent. I want to see how it came out. Mm-hmm. Well, I got to wait. So I got these adorable forest decals. Yeah. on Etsy that I'm going to put up, but they recommend that after you paint a wall uh, to wait six weeks before wow. you put the, the decals up and it helps them adhere better or something like that. I don't know. So I'll send you a picture now, but it's not going to be in its finished glory yeah. until January sometime. That's okay. I still got time. And that and the Christmas cards. You got my Christmas card? Yay, the Christmas Yay. cards. Uh, I love for your our listeners, cards, what I ended up going with, I know I mentioned on a previous um, episode that I, I like to do a little Photoshop thing for the Christmas card. And I like to include, we have a, a dog and a cat and me and my husband. So all four of us make it onto the Christmas card. And um, I had an idea to make gingerbread cookies and then put our faces on it. And I was, I was kind of struggling with the creepy factor of the faces and how to make the cookies look like us <laughs> but not creep everyone out fuel. yeah and i was really struggling with it so what i ended up going with is which is arguably maybe more creepy but go ahead <laughs> <laughs> i made like three or four different versions of the four of us as cookies and i just could not get the creepiness level down enough so what I thought is the faces are the creepy thing. I'll make me and my husband our cookies smaller so the faces aren't quite so... Prominent. In your face. Yeah, <laughs> prominent. That's a better word. And then it won't be as creepy. So I have a picture of my dog and my cat in their Christmas swi- finest. My dog has a little Christmas sweater. My cat has a little bow tie. And they He's are... He's very dapper. Yes, he is. They are, uh, the dog is eating a cookie with my husband's face on it. <laughs> and the cat is eating a cookie with my face on it. And they just ate like the arm off the gingerbread cookie. And they have their little paws up holding the cookies. Which is much nicer than my children who immediately go for the head. <laughs> well, then you wouldn't see our faces. <laughs> I know. So I think it, I think it came out pretty cute. Like, I don't know if it's super obvious right away that the cookies are, have our faces. It's hard for me to say because I had already seen the uh, preliminary cookie faces. So I kind of had an idea of what to expect or what might be incorporated into there. But (laughs) I don't think Jay looked at it and wondered, oh, why aren't aren't they on their own Christmas card? So Uh, I think it's probably pretty obvious. (laughs) Well, that's good. Shoot, did I send you any of the preliminary ones? You didn't send them to me. You did a screen share and you showed them 
show me. Okay, I, I want to... One of the ones with all four of you as cookies. I want to send you what I thought was, like, the the most nightmare. Oh, yes, the scariest one. Please. <laughs> okay, I'm sending you the picture. You have to open it up, and it's just <laughs> my dearest husband's face. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's like, he's going to murder you. Yeah, that's pretty scary. That's the scariest I've ever seen him. Yeah. Pretty intense. It's, it's pretty terrifying. And then I tried, I did icing on my lips, and I think I just look like I have a giant mustache. You definitely look like you have a mustache. It's pretty funny. <laughs> so, so that one didn't make it. But your cat and your dog look very cute as cookies. Yes, they do. <laughs> oh, jeez. So I finished up my Christmas cards. I finished oh, up the oh, nursery. Oh, you know what would have been funny? What? what if you had your cookie dog and your cookie cat eating actual pictures of you and your husband? <gasps> <laughs> that's that's pretty creepy <laughs> come on it's like it's like upside down world or opposite land where the cookies uh, are eating one. the people instead of the people eating cookies maybe next year <laughs> yeah speaking of nightmarish yeah if you need something to be worse than it already is give me a call <laughs> <laughs> thanks so what are we doing next time because after christmas comes New Year's. New Year's. Yeah, so our next episode is actually going to be up on the 4th, a couple days after New Year's Eve. But if you like what we've chosen, you can make it along with us. and We'll talk about it after the New Year. Yeah. So we chose a recipe. It's champagne mousse from sprinklebakes.com. This time we're both going to be using the same recipe and see how Mm -hmm. it comes out. It looks lovely and interesting. <laughs> yeah. There are a couple different ways you can serve this one, too. She has some options where you can pipe it into champagne flutes, or you can freeze it in a loaf pan and then garnish it with ganache and other little fun decorations like dregets. Is that how you say it? I don't even know. I don't, I don't think I've ever said it out loud. <laughs> it probably shouldn't be said out loud. It's just one of those things you should keep inside your own head. Decorative baking pearls. There you go. I like that. That's that nice. sounds even fancier. So check out the recipe on Sprinkle Bakes and make it along with us. And mm-hmm. we'll all see how lovely it comes out after we move into 2018. That's so many. Oh my gosh. So until then, uh, if you want to send us some of your holiday treats that you made, you can email us at keepingbusypodcast at gmail.com. Check us out at Facebook. Just search for Keeping Busy Podcast. And as always, please review and rate us on iTunes because it helps us get our name out there. And I guess that's it. So happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. And Happy New Year. Yep. And until we talk to you next time, we'll be keeping busy. busy. Yay. Yay.